Elena. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them and we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Welcome to season three, episode one. Self-love summer. We are so happy to be back. So what do we do? Oh my God, what we do we do first? Crack them clothes, Yeah, baby. we do. Mm. Yes, cheers, cheers. We are still on the fucking claws. Damn, it's nice to be back. Oh my gosh, I've been crazy. looking forward to this all week. Me too. It's been a, it's been a summer. I mean, yeah. technically, summer will be over in five days. By the time this episode is out, summer is out of here, yeah. which actually makes me sad. But it's crazy. You know, it's okay getting back to regular life, leaving the summer yeah. dreams behind. Yes, it was quite the summer, you know. Yeah. Um, what we do definitely want to start off with and just acknowledge mm-hmm. is even though we were on a little summer breaky break, this podcast has not. Was been. not. Yes. <laughs> Somehow. Which, yeah. Yeah. Somehow it's been out there. People have been downloading it, listening to it. So just like so much love and appreciation for all of our listeners and, you know, for spreading the love and just, I don't know. It's, it was every week we get, so every week we get an email letting us know yeah. how many downloads we've had. And it makes no sense to us that we have, we actually a couple weeks ago passed 2000 downloads, even yes. though we have been on hiatus since June? June. Since June. Oh time is so For weird. a while. Yeah. Time's yeah. fake anyway. It's a yeah. construct. But in this construct of time that we live in, we've been on hiatus for actually three months, way longer than we meant to. And yet somehow you all are still spreading the love, tuning in, finding us. And I'm just really grateful really excited so, yeah I, I mean 2000 downloads is way more than i thought we would get in our first year oh my gosh and so i'm totally. really grateful to yes. everybody uh, it was just like like every week i'm getting that like you have this and this downloads. Yeah. i'm like wait what i haven't been even doing anything you know, I know. What I mean? we've been quiet on the instagram so yeah. just just so much love and appreciation it's it just is telling how much um, how much this means to be doing a podcast like this, um, how much people need to hear these things being said out loud and normalizing yeah. these, these topics that we do discuss and talk about. Um, yeah, we're here for it. We're still here for it. We're back for it. Um, yeah. And damn, this season is going to be so fucking good. You all at the end of this episode, <laughs> we'll give you some hints about what to expect. It's going to be so good. And we're coming back hot today, you know, we wanted to actually tell you about what we did on our break and why we took a break. Because to be honest with you all, there has been a lot going on in both of our personal lives. And of course, you know, we're here to tell on ourselves, I guess, or tell you about ourselves. It all relates to topics we've covered from mental health to relationships to, Mm -hmm. um, to just self-care and all of it. So that's yes. what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. All of that 
Plus, we had some hot girl summer in there, oh, yeah. you know. Hell yeah. <laughs> while we were loving ourselves, we were also being fucking gorgeous while we did it. Yes. Um, so it's definitely important to take your breaks and give yourself some time, give yourself some love, um, you know, fill up your cup, however you want to to say it. Um, it's been a good summer, hard summer. Yeah. I think everyone can probably say that, yes, this time, this time that we're in is, is just been really hard just in general, you know, all the other shit that's been going on in the world. And then when you think about your own life and try to focus down on the things that you can control, um, it's just a lot. So I just want to acknowledge that it is a lot, you guys. You're not alone in this thought. There's a lot fucking going on, um, but you do not have to hold it all. You don't have to carry it all. Um, and... So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that's so right. Like, even I've been feeling in myself lately this restlessness, which I am always a little restless. Same. So that's not Gemini moons. Total Gemini oh moons. <laughs> that's not totally outside the scope of like normal feeling for me, but it also is coming with this like stagnant restless feeling mm-hmm. and I realized it was like, oh, it's because we're 18 months into a pandemic where you spend most of your time working from home, like the world um, day to day has just gotten really small. And yet the need to work and produce and the number of tasks that need to get done has not shrunk. Yeah. So I personally, even though we were gone a little bit longer than we meant to be, I'm proud of us for taking a break in a culture that says you have to be like hustling and grinding all the time. Because I feel like everybody around me is actually just melting down from stress and burnout Mm -hmm. and everybody needs a break. So I'm happy that we could be a model for what it means to take a break and take care and then come back to something you love with excitement instead of dread. Totally. Yeah. Like you don't have to keep like pushing yourself to the brink for other people's Mm -mm. for whatever you can't, it's impossible. So contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about our summer. Let's talk about what we did over our summer, what it looked like, some of the shit that we've experienced. So much going on. You want to start with your story? Well, I was really lucky this summer. Um, my partner and I were lucky enough to leave Oregon for an entire month. We moved to New York City for a month, lived right in Harlem. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a work trip for him and a vacation for me, which was fantastic. And we had so much fun. And I also noticed some uh, like healing work that I still have to do was kind of brought to the surface Mm -hmm. just by the function of moving to New York, living together for the first time. So we don't live together um, currently here in Portland, but in New York, obviously we were, which was awesome. It was so fun. And like, it worked so well. But what I noticed was that it brought up for me a lot of 
abandonment wounds and fears Mm. that I was so sure I had completely recovered from, you know? And it's just interesting how the things that have wounded you, you you can work on and recover and like do get a lot of healing done on that wound, but it will like sort of always come back around to the next test or like the next like deeper level of attention or healing mm-hmm. that needs mm-hmm. to get paid mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. And I, I definitely felt that um, playing out for me while we were in New York. And mm-hmm. I was just like, hmm. That's uh, incredibly fucking frustrating. <laughs> you fucking um, little. But I, okay. I got, was done with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah. I, I mean, we talked last season on the marriage and kids episode about the way that my seri- the last serious relationship I had before this one ended, mm-hmm. and it ended in a really traumatic way. I was, frankly, like just lied to and abandoned. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and. That activated a lot of childhood stuff. And I was like, oh, I thought that I had already taken the opportunity to heal all of this. And I did. I mean, I worked really fucking hard. A lot of stuff got healed. But I noticed when I was in such close emotional proximity Mm -hmm. to my partner, Mm -hmm. when I was was entering into like the next level of depth, the next level of vulnerability. Physically and emotionally Mm -hmm. and mentally. All of the above, right? Yeah. Yeah, Like our relationship like totally was like leveling up yeah and i loved it and it and i love it and it feels so great but then at the same time there's just this part of me that's like oh now you have something to lose mm-hmm. or last time you believed that this was real mm-hmm. you were blind you didn't see it you better make sure that you're not missing anything so just these yeah. little like traumatized parts that wanted to come out and play for a bit when we were there and I need to be clear, that was not like what dominated the trip, but it was just interesting to have the chance to notice like, oh, here's a place where there's more healing to do that you didn't realize now, now you do. So you have the chance to work on it. And, Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to share that because I just want people to understand, like, no matter how long you've been working at healing an old wound, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's okay if it starts hurting again and you need to go back and work on it some more, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, so. Thank you for sharing as it's, um, it's so true. Like the more you, uh, how do I say this? You know, like, like the leveling up or leveling in the going in deeper further, you, you're going to be met with things because yeah. it's going to be scary. Anything yeah. that like makes you open up a little bit more or you're unsure of, you know, it's just our own natural you know, response is like fear, fear, fear. This is scary. And so like, shut down. No, no, no. You know what I mean? But that's somewhere that's like literally just our survival mechanisms, just being a human being, you know, but then you tack on all the rest of the like, like that fucking Rolodex of all those memories, you know what I mean? And then you're just like, Oh God. Um, so, but that will happen with any sort of relationship that you become, that you want to be more in and like, you can't get deeper feeling uh let's see like more connected or more in i'm working on my fucking words um but you can't get more connected or deeper without having a mixture of all of that you yeah. can't just have one or the other you it's know so true without taking emotional risks with each other yeah and so you know we had mostly a really great time i was i am grateful for all the therapy i've done because i at least was able to like 
actually notice and understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. So I Which wasn't just like acting out, you know, yeah. I like, I, I acted out a little bit and then I noticed what I was doing and was like, oh shit, babe, here's what I think, here's what I'm pretty sure is going on. That's amazing. And then we were able to talk about it. And what's so cool is to be met with a tiny bit of frustration, but that I earned, I earned that frustration, yeah. but mostly just like grace and understanding and kindness. And yeah. so it's like, I'm like, oh man, okay, that exists you don't have to and then it's it cools off my little scared six-year-old brain it's like you're going to be abandoned your shit whatever Mm -hmm. the thought pattern is um and i'm able to just actually come back to reality and see what's like happening in reality Mm -hmm. instead of what i'm making up in my head yeah so So, i think that's great and it shows like so much um healing and transformation on your part to be Like that emotional maturity to be able to like just step away for a second and be aware of your reactions or your response. Um, because it's hard. It's hard. Obviously, <laughs> a lot of people know when you're in it, you're fucking in it, you know? And, but when you can get control over that, understand why you are behaving or reacting the way you are and then can have a, like a conversation about it. Um, that's a beautiful thing, especially if you're met with a yeah. partner that wants to do the same thing, you know? Like, yeah. That's great. I'm a lucky woman. Aww. That's a that's a good man right there. Yeah, yes. He and then is. I'll just yes, say, yeah. And we just had and New York is so fun. Yeah. Obviously, yes. We had a great time. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of growing always happens for me in the summer. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it more later. But like this, one of the reasons I was in New York was because the summer did ma- did mark a big um, death anniversary mm-hmm. for our friend. And I didn't. I also didn't want to be in Portland, yeah. which I had mixed feelings about. Like, am I running from this? No. But I'm more just. I'm more so just felt like I don't. I I deserve a vacation with yes. my boyfriend, and we're gonna go have a fun time. But it was interesting to pass that day, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about that probably later. But yeah, well, that was I mean, the other big can, thing. This we summer. can talk about it a little bit now because I was the same. Yeah. you know, as far as you know, I didn't go to New York. Uh, but you did go to a fucking but I did go to fucking yeah. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I did go to Puerto Vallarta, which was amazing. But I also had that same feeling of I didn't want to be here. Yeah, I didn't want to be here in this in Portland. Um, I didn't want to be here uh, during that date when it came by. I wanted Mm-mm. to create um, other memories. Uh, you know, around that time period. So. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we went to, to Puerto Vallarta and that was amazing. And, um, it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> too, you know what I mean? Like wherever yeah. you go, there you are. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, isn't that rude? It is rude. Can't we just be vacation selves? <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess that's the way it works. And if you have yeah. to be sad, might as well do it in Puerto oh, Vallarta. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking beautiful. And I, luckily, you know, my sister and her husband came too. So very supportive, um, you know, team that we have for each other. So a uh, lot of great times. And we have to still acknowledge and talk about what was going on at the time. You yeah. Know? Like we can't just, just like sweep it. shit under the rug and like forget that this is the anniversary or, you know, somebody. Yeah. So it's hard. But what I've been learning to do is um, lean into the hardness a little bit more and the pain a little bit more and not be so scared of it, you know, like, yeah, because it's there. It's fucking always there. Yeah. Um, 
but leaning into it more and, and allowing that space and time for it, like you get more time away from it. <laughs> Let me just yeah. say that, right? When right. You, like really go into it. Like if you don't fight it and you just let yourself feel it when you feel it, then it passes. Is that what you're what you're saying? Versus yeah. like always sort of just being like, yeah. You just kind of yeah. throw it all up yeah. and then go on about your life, and then yeah. it'll come back, and maybe it won't be as bad or whatever. Maybe it will. It doesn't matter. Like I can't think about that, you know. Um, but I wanted to say we said something about. What did you say? Um, Who knows? Rambling. Like growth, summertime growth, old shit coming back and you get to work on it from a new angle. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I just thought about it. Like, got it. Taking, like saying no. Saying no. Like you don't have to, we don't have to be here. We don't have to subject ourselves to 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 being here for what? Like who says we have to be here during his anniversary? You know what I mean? Like we don't have to, we don't owe that to anybody. What we do need to do is take care of ourselves yeah. and do what feels right to us. And I'm learning more and more to say no. Like I don't need to be screaming and fighting with nobody hearing me in my head. Like, yeah, yeah no, no, no. And, but then go along with it anyway. I don't want to do that anymore, you know? Um, so it was helpful to just like take the time away. Don't feel bad about it. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Um, and people will be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. Um, so that, I mean, I did that in July and then time is weird, you know? Fucking time is weird right now. Well, like, what is it? September? Yeah. <laughs> it's September as we're recording this and time is weird. You know, one thing I did in New York was buy this book about time oh. written by a theoretical physicist that confirmed what you and I already knew, which is time is fucking fake. It is. So yeah, construct. time, it, time is weird. And also weird. you've been through, you you went through a lot, a lot this summer. It wasn't just the passing of the death anniversary. You're, well, you're navigating quite a few things that would put any person's mental health to the test. Yeah. yeah I mean, I will have to just say like when we were in Mexico, the day or two before the anniversary, our other friend died um, by saving his daughter in the river. Yeah. And so we learned of that news the day after we got to Mexico and that was like fucking sad as fuck, you know, like devastating. 38 years old, um, you know, went out to the river with his daughters, went camping and then got caught up in a whirlpool. And he he saved he was able to save his daughter, but he could not save himself. And it's just was like, what the fuck? Another fucking river, another, like another death too soon. Like, it's just it's just a lot, you know, yeah. and um. So yeah, and then on top of the death of our friend, it's just like, oh my god, and then and then on then and then and then and then like things just You've keep like been piling through a lot. up, you know? Um and then my uh my partner's mom is dying from cancer, which has been a also a fucking roller coaster, you know? Like like we we thought it was it. We thought it was it. We flew down there, mm-hmm. we we said our goodbyes and like, we literally thought that was it. But then the next day, hella fucking Luya, she, like, came back to life. And it's just – and she's still with us today as we record this, which is such a beautiful thing because I think it just shows what love can do to somebody, you know? Yeah. Like, bring them back to life. Like, literally, I feel like our love brought her back to life. Yeah. And she knew that she mattered and her life mattered and that 
So yeah, that's all that I want. That's all that she needs. And that's all that I want for her to have as she leaves this world, you know, is like just to know that, you know, like we love her. She's loved. She's fucking loved. Um, so it's, it's been a fucking roller coaster <laughs> to say the least. No fucking shit. And then dealing with my, and then my own mental health as mm-hmm. far as like my own, I've been doing a lot of therapy and then also, you know, I just, I'm a fucking, what is a masochist? I think we had this conversation before. <laughs> sadist and masochist. A sadist wants to inflict the pain. Oh, a yeah, masochist yeah. wants to receive the pain. Okay, yes. I don't know if I, like, consciously want to receive but the pain. But subconscious. You've got a but, little subconscious masochistic part. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, yeah. I think I'm going to do EMDR now. Oh, you know? well, that's not masochistic. That's <laughs> yes, brave. It is. Oh, it is really hard. It's... Oh it, my gosh, it is very so hard. Hard, yeah. It's hard, and then it also is just so freeing at the same time. Like, huh. you cannot what have you both. You just can't have both, you know? Like, you just don't know how far you can go with, um, yeah, or, or what you're holding back from without, like, going there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, taking that leap and just, like, jumping right in and, like, yeah, it's just been... I've learned so much from myself and like from doing EMDR, just two sessions. I've learned yeah. so much about what's really in, like what's really inside of me. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, fucking crazy. I love it. I'm so excited for you oh. and so proud of you because that's you. what I was going to ask actually. So like you've been through like a lot has content, like we already had been through it and then the universe was like, hey, so like, Reina, what's up? I'd love to give you more heartbreaking challenges to navigate this summer. Yeah. So you've really been through a lot. And I was going to ask, like, how, what are you doing to ride the waves? How are you taking care of yourself to ride the waves? And this is one major yeah. thing. One really major thing you're doing is like EMDR, which we've talked about on the podcast before. It's a very effective, very intense trauma uh, treatment intervention. And I'm so f- proud of you for getting in there. <laughs> But yeah, I was kind of, I was already going to sort of go there and say, like, can you share with people what you're doing to surf these waves? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm, well, no, I'm calming the waves by doing it. But honestly, it does feel like I'm just like really ruffling, like really causing intense waves coming from my own body, you know, because it does um, bring you into like this space of, I don't know how. For me, I can only talk about me and what I've been experiencing is just like these huge waves of like these, I want to call them emotions or feelings. I don't know yet because I can't like really attach it. I just know that I feel like this huge wave inside of me and my body will start shaking and then I'll start crying out of nowhere. And then I'm just like, what is this? Like, I'm still trying to learn to attach. Like my therapist is always like, so what, what are you noticing? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, can you put a word to that? I'm like, I don't know. Let me. So she gave me a list of all mm-hmm. these emotions, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting because I, all I call it is like energy. I, that's all I can really um, describe it as like this big, huge wave of this energy um, because I just, I feel like I'm coming alive again, maybe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just so, so intense. It's such an intense yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, but without that feeling of feeling alive or going there, like, it makes me realize how, like, I always said I've been hibernating for so long. I, that's the term I've always used is, like, I've been hibernating. Mm. And I feel like I fucking was. Like, I said this in the last season. 
mm-hmm. that I was hibernating or somewhere along the lines of I'm like, oh, I'm here now. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, but now I'm here and I will say like, I'm not taking my, I got off the antidepressant. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to stop it because I just wanted to see if all the work that I've been doing as far as like, um, trying to, uh, help with my anxiety and my, just a lot of and my depression, all of that. That's why I was on the medication. If that was all the work that I've been doing in therapy, yeah. with meditating, everything, if that would be enough yeah. and be effective without the medication. What have you learned? I've learned that it's really hard to get off medication. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fucking crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm learning to like lean into that craziness a little and not mm-hmm. be so scared of the 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 feelings that arise. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've always used to be so like like, I can't feel this way. I don't have time for this right now. I can't, I don't want to cry. I, it's going to ruin my makeup. Like, I used to be so just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, that now I'm just like, I'm just fucking, I'm going to roll with it. You know, if I'm going to yeah. cry during work hours, which I have a few fucking times, I go to the bathroom and just like burst out crying. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's okay. I think so. You know, like we've, we've talked a lot about mental health and medication on this episode. I am a fan of medication as a, yeah. a tool. As a tool, And yes. I also have – I have clients that have gone off before for similar reasons. I've gone off medication for my mental health before for mm-hmm. similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think it's always interesting to see, like, what happens, and then you know that it's a tool that's available to you. Yeah. Um, but you're, do, you're healing such – complex trauma that it's you know figuring out what it feels like to feel a feeling is important work like i actually have um uh i was attending a training for a kind of trauma treatment called internal family systems therapy i won't like bore everybody with what that is but in the training we watched a video of a traumatized person in session with her therapist Mm -hmm. and um, she was feeling a lot of really intense emotions and she goes, I don't, um, I don't know what's happening right now. And her Sounds therapist, like yeah. And her therapist goes, Oh, well, what's, <laughs> well, what's happening right now is you're feeling a feeling. <laughs> it's like, it's that when you have had to, in order to survive, compartmentalize and push things away for so long, that feeling of feeling a feeling yeah. <laughs> is the most disorienting thing in the world. So oh I'm, my gosh, I mean, I'm really, and I have, and I have, I, I have a couple of clients where like we joke about like they're, when they like have a session where they feel a lot of feelings, I'm like, welcome to, to feeling. So this is what it's like. It's huh? really normal. It's really I'm so normal. Disoriented. Like, yeah, I feel a light head. Like even talking about it right now, I'm really lightheaded. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh god. Shit, should um, we move on? Are you okay? No, I'm okay. But, I, this yeah. is what I want to do. I want to yeah. just like be able to breathe through it. This is what mm-hmm. I've been doing. It's like just breathe right in it. It's okay. Like yeah. it's okay. Like um, it's fine. Everything like you're you're, you're it's fine. Like let go. Yeah. Let just let go. You're okay. You're safe. Like just let go. You know, and yeah. breathe through it. Um. But it's so funny because, yes, every time in my fucking EMDR, what are you noticing? Now, what are you noticing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm yes. noticing I'm going like, what is this? Yep. <laughs> I totally, I, yep. I have a couple EMDR clients right now where I 
I will say, so what did you, what did you notice? What did you feel? And it's either, I don't know. I don't feel anything in my body. Mm -hmm. Um, or I felt sad or I was thinking about something that was kind of sad. Like it's, it's really, um, disconnected from the self at first. Yeah. And then what you're no- what you're doing is getting deeper and deeper in so you're getting more and more connected to self. Yeah. So you're so, crazy. so and you'll develop the vocabulary to describe. Yeah. it. Yeah. But you're just what is happening it, even though I know it is disorienting and it's painful mm-hmm. is a reunification with self. Mm. With your like wise self with your with like what we call like self energy. Mm, I feel that fucking energy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's crazy because it's t- type of the overwhelming energy that comes over me during those sessions. I have that when I meditate sometimes when I'm like yes. thinking of positivity or gratitude, love, all those things. I, when I allow myself to feel it, it's just so intense. It's just like I want to shake because I just feel like it's so powerful. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just crazy because like she'll ask me and I'll be like, I feel like. <laughs> and then does she go okay go with can, that yeah. or like, um, can you put a word to uh, you know or uh, you know I'm like this is how I communicate you know with like just like I don't know you know so yeah, yeah. She will go go with that and go back in I'm just like oh, I want to go back in I know it's such a funny like it's such a funny therapy so um anyone that's gone to EMDR will probably think this is at least sort of funny but like the International EMDR Association has a magazine, and the name of the magazine is Go With That. <laughs> oh, I'm like, you're sending me back in with that? What the fuck? You're, why are you torturing me? But it is funny, so I just wanted to kind of just, anyway. like, just yeah. go back because... For those who don't know what EMDR is, yeah. it's eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. So you're like, you're in, you're supposed to think of a memory as you're like watching something. So you're here and you're watching something track. So for me, I do it over the fucking laptop, which is actually pretty helpful. So I'm not sitting there with her staring right at me because that would be very distractful for me. But, and you're, and, and there's a dot that's going across, you know, side by side on the, on the computer screen that I'm, watching or tracking with my eyes as I'm thinking of the memory and then just like letting whatever come in, you know, like whatever thought, whatever emotion come in as I'm present watching the dot go across the screen. And that's for like 30 seconds and then we'll stop. We'll like, she'll, she'll ask check me, in with you. What am I noticing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm noticing I'm fucking like, ah! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a word for me please <laughs> yeah let me look at my list um but yeah so it's very helpful i've learned a lot so far that i have a lot inside of me that um it's fu- it's like fun like it's getting mm-hmm. to know myself and like feeling emotions and not being scared of them so i know we spent a lot of time on this topic but <laughs> yeah i guess we could move on but i'm just i'm stoked for you and actually like you're doing EMDR right now, and another one of my very best friends in Phoenix is doing it, and I'm, like, a little bit jealous, and actually, I think I am going to um, see if I can get back with my person, that my EMDR therapist, to work on the yeah. abandonment trauma. Yeah. Specific, and not even, like, not even childhood shit, like, specifically the abandonment trauma from just what happened in my last serious relationship, mm-hmm. because... Like I said, it's just interesting. You have, you get deeper in 
with yourself, with another person, with the mm-hmm. situation, and you are presented with opportunities to heal more. Yeah. That's how my therapist, therapist, not my EMDR person, but the person I see regularly, like that's how she reframed it for me. Yeah. She's like, this is just an opportunity for you to heal more. I love that. She's like, you, she's like, you already healed. Then she was like, also like your abandonment traumas across the span of span of your lifetime mean that this is always going to be a touch point for you. It's always going to be like something to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. So now you're noticing it. What are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. It's a chance to heal more. It's a chance to come more home to yourself. Mm -hmm. So I've been like listening to you talk about EMDR, my other good friend. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a therapy groupie. I want to get back into it and work work on some of those pieces because there's just a lot to it still, I think. Yeah. And and I love how your therapist framed it as just an opportunity because I also see it as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, so important not to get down on yourself or beat yourself up. You know, like I just think that the journey is it's there's never I don't think you'll ever be fully recovered or fully healed. It's not a thing like because Mm -hmm. time doesn't exist. So it's not a linear thing. (laughs) Like whatever situation you're approached with at that moment in time with whoever you're with, it's might bring up some things, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. Like, yeah. And you're going to, but noticing it, like becoming aware of those things, that's like, that gives you all the power. Right. You know, I think you're so right. And letting go of perfectionism or yeah. this idea of like, well, I already worked on that. So it's done. Like if you equate it to like taking care of your physical body, you're never like, well, Five years ago, I ran a marathon, so I have done all of my physical activity. <laughs> I no longer need to like. I no longer need to walk, exercise, or yeah. walk, or do like, anything. Actually, you know, but like, but we That's do so treat, true. we do approach mental health that yes. way. And even me, a fucking therapist, giving people advice all day, like talking to people about this shit all day. Like I still, I get mad at myself or feel shame mm-hmm. for like still experiencing the full range of human emotion instead of being perfect. And so it's like, no, like, yeah, last year and the year before you did run an emotional marathon and oops, I guess we got to back clean up. Like we got to run a half one this time. Like we've got some work to do still. And that's. Yeah. To be expected. Yeah, just like a little 5K. (laughs) Just just a little. I'm gonna I'm gonna slow jog an emotional 5K. But you know, like that's to be expected. And we shouldn't we shouldn't hold ourselves to this standard of like, well, I healed, so now I'm good and I never have to do anything again to take care of my emotional well-being. Yeah. I mean, we are just emotional beings. Yeah. Just being in general. Like we're always gonna have something. Yeah. So just just be knowing of You're that. You're always going to have something. Al- there's always going to be something. It's, I, and and be thankful for that. Well, yeah. What's the alternative? Have to Having be, nothing? Then you're right. not alive. doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a bad something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always going to be something emotional. We, like, love emotion. We love the feeling of love and being loved and feeling good. All of those things. And there's all those other things, too, that don't feel so good, but they need to exist. Yeah. They have to. They yeah. will just let go of the feeling that they're not going to be there. They will be there. Let it go. Let it go. Well, let shit. it go. Speaking let of. Let it go. Oh, we always. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking well, of letting go. Well, I was going to say, speaking of some of those things, we have oh, like yeah, actually yeah. like a really amazing oh, yeah. season ahead. Yes, do. So um, thanks for hanging with us through this catch up and yes. like de facto sort of mental health update episode self-love summer this is (laughs) we're loving ourselves by experiencing feelings 
Yes. Question mark. I guess. <laughs> yes. For, yeah. Um, but this season, we're going to do actually a mix of just Raina and I on the couch mm-hmm. because we missed that last yes. time and guest interviews. Yes. So we have some cool shit coming up. Um, next week, we're going to be actually talking to a guest about abortion. Mm-hmm. Could not be more relevant at this moment. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be. It's a good one. Yeah. What else are we going to talk so about? Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, body issues. Serena <laughs> and I have. Well, not even body issues. Funny and fun and cute stuff that Raina and I have done to our bodies. Yes. <laughs> I have no issue. Over the with summer, any of if it. you haven't yeah. noticed, um, these lips. Uh, Raina got we'll her some about. lips. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yes. I've done a lot of weird stuff to my body that, I'll, that we'll talk about. Um, <laughs> ooh, we're going to tell ghost <gasps> stories. Yes. Because um, we both have some paranormal experiences and mm-hmm. trying to, well, we will, we will have, we are manifesting it. We will have a psychic medium mm-hmm. on this season. Mm-hmm. Yes. What else are we going to be talking about? Um, oh, fucking, yeah, friends. 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 How, How many, many of them? <laughs> 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 <Friends. laughs> um, my toned up ass almost started singing because I wanted you to sing it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I don't know why that song always comes <laughs> to my head. <laughs> People miss. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's I'll be there for you, you know, friends. Oh God! Anyway. What about that "Lean on Me" song? Lean on yes. me. Yes. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. I'm singing along in my oh. head. <laughs> so yes, we have a great um, episode coming about friends and Ooh, boundaries. Um, boundaries and fucking making friends and you're later on in life <laughs> and how fucking hard it is it's hard to make friends yes yeah, so don't be so hard on yourself y'all like if it's you fucking don't hard have any or you have like two or whatever like, like you are winning already it's so fucking hard it's so, hard. so yeah. um yeah uh, and fucking we got we got some good we've stuff. got some shit in store for y'all yes. and it's good and by shit i mean amazing episodes amazing shit yeah <laughs> It's, we're just, if you can't tell, we're so happy to be back. We are. This is, this is very therapeutic for, for me. Um, it just, it feels good to talk, uh, to talk about these things and knowing that hopefully, you know, somebody is helped through these conversations yeah. that we have. We've had a lot of feedback so far of things that, um, that we've helped people with. And that just feels, it just, you yeah. know, validates everything that we're doing here, trying to create. So, appreciate it we really appreciate it to all 2000 of you apparently that are listening thank yeah. you yeah so much and to everyone who we are yet we have had yet to meet hi hi i'm thanks Raina. for hanging out with us <laughs> i'm megan <laughs> and and where can they find us megan well they can find us on instagram yes. at shh, don't talk podcast sh- underscore sh- what's our Instagram? Oh, no, sh- don't talk about it pod there you go that's where you can find us on instagram yeah. and please follow us there and yeah. find us there because that's usually where we're most active that is where we're most um, active so um yeah we but- don't have any other socials right now and then if you have a story you want to tell or a topic that you'd like to see mentioned or discussed obviously you can dm us on instagram and you can also email us at info at shdonttalk.com mm-hmm. it's sh with three h's um we're 
booking guests for this season. And we're also just interested in hearing your stories. We will always keep your information confidential unless you tell us otherwise. Mm -hmm. And we love you. We do love you. So fuck y'all. Rate, review, and subscribe. Share us with your friends, your family, your enemies. Sort of Pearl of Wisdom. Oh, yeah. A little tag. I know I'm just like throwing it out there oh, right I, now. Yeah. But I have one. All I know is I've been, I, I gave you this book for your birthday. Oh, yeah. When Things Fall Apart, yep. which is amazing. And I, and me, I loved it. So I got the audiobook on it. <laughs> I'm not the best at reading things. Um, so I've been listening to the audiobook of it and it's fucking amazing. It's called When Things Fall Apart. Um, things to do in difficult situations. And it's all about leaning into the pain or leaning into whatever comes up because it's all it's just all is like you don't need to be fearful of it you don't need to be scared of it you cannot have one without the other so just when you're in those dark moments you know just embrace those dark moments knowing that you're feeling them because you've also felt the love and the light and so and you will find your way back to that love and light i guarantee you just ride the fucking waves out you'll you'll get back to yourself so i just wanted to leave that little pearl there cheers to that cheers we love you all love you take good care and we'll see you next week see you next week bye